Hello, people. Welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope you're all doing splendidly well. This is a very last minute and special episode um, recorded with an absolute legend. Now, this has come out, um, as I say, at the last minute due to the fact that there's a really special event happening um, in Robinards Bay at the Cove, um, which is at the old chapel in Robinards Bay. And this is part of the Buddy Holly Foundation Songwriters Showcase. And it features my guest, who is Beth Nielsen Chapman. Um, you may not immediately know her name, um, or some of you probably will, and it's just my, uh, my, my ignorance, but she's behind some of the biggest hits that, that you will definitely know. Um, things along the lines of, um, I keep coming back to you, walk my way, and then she was one of the co-writers for Faith Hill's song, This Kiss, which I'm sure every single person listening to this has heard. Now, Beth was lovely to speak to. She lives in Nashville at the moment, um, but has come over as part of this songwriting showcase and will be performing songs that she's recently written um, as part of this kind of writer's retreat that's going on. Um, and she will be alongside some other amazing songwriters, including Newton Faulkner. And then there are some secret special guests who I have no idea who they'll be, but it sounds like it's going to be an absolutely amazing evening. I'm not going to talk too much because I want you to listen to this and then if you're free on Saturday, the 29th of January, and you're in the Yorkshire area, go over to Robin Hood's Bay. It's brilliant anyway. You can get some amazing beer, see some amazing sights, and then go take in this evening. Um, I've put links to the uh, to the site where you can buy tickets. They're £12 or £12.50, um, but it's, this sounds like it's going to be amazing. So that's enough chatter for me. This is my conversation with Beth Nielsen Chapman. I'm chatting today with Beth Nielsen Chapman. Have I said that correctly? You have. That's Brilliant. right. Beth Nielsen Chapman. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I'd love to get some information um, from you about your inspirations and, and how you kind of came to be the, I guess, the, the songwriting and performing powerhouse that you, that you are, if you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a long road, but, um, you know, I just loved music since I was a kid and started playing guitar around 11, and one thing led to another, and my parents uh, got us a piano. We rented a piano for a while, and my dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around a lot when I was a kid, and then we settled up in uh, Alabama for a while, and then I moved to Nashville in 1985, and... Um, started getting some songs recorded by wonderful artists that, uh, probably my first hit was, I think, Strong Enough to Bend, which was, a uh, a song I wrote with Don Schlitz. It was a big hit for Tanya Tucker and, and then Willie cut several of my songs and had a number one hit with a song called Nothing I Could Do About It Now. And, and then I started making records for Warner Brothers and, um, I'm not really a country artist, but they signed me as a pop artist. I just think of myself <laughs> as a singer. I think of myself as a singer songwriter, you know, um, and no, all those no particular uh, boundaries. Yeah. I refuse to be, uh, I refuse to be tied to one boundary, <laughs> but I, but I do love just great songs across all different styles and genres. You know, that's been my, the driving force of what I'm fascinated by. And, 
I love teaching. I do a lot. I teach a lot of workshops on creativity and songwriting and voice. And um, yeah, I've just been, you know, madly in love with music my whole life. It's it's lovely. It's been amazing. Great. Amazing. So can you, what was the, I like to go as, as far back as you can remember. So can you remember the first time, the first song, uh, if you can, that you had a, a proper connection to? Well, I think I was sort of indoctrinated kind of, you know, through my pores with my parents' records when I was really little. I remember hearing um, Herb Alpert. They got that song where the woman was like going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a lonely ball or something. It was like, no, 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 oh, it's hilarious. And I'd go down singing that one. <laughs> it's really, it's really a good record. It's, uh, I believe it's Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. And then I was listening to, you know, all their records, the great Bing Crosby and all those, you know, yeah. classic great songs from the 30s. So I kind of had that seeped into me. And then I think the first time I heard something contemporary that just lit me on fire was probably when I was nine or 10 and I heard, um, Penny Lane. And oh, I was wow. at a friend's house. Yeah, we were living in Germany at the time, and I heard it over the, you know, the American radio station that played over in Germany. And I was jumping on the bed with my friend, and we just went crazy over that song. We're like, we got to have that, you know. So it was the first time I ever asked my mom to get me a record, you know. Um, that's and a I great, was probably that's a great first record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it was all, you know, crazy from there. And, I, you know, I was very influenced by all the singer-songwriters of the 70s and you know, there was just a richness to music in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and and the 80s were okay. I think by then I was a young mom, and it just kind of got um, a little bit less my passionate favorite stuff. But there's some great stuff in every era. There's always great music, yeah. you know, coming every, every time zone. So, yeah, and it's just, um, you know, I never thought that I would be making my living as a musician, you know. thought I was going to be a veterinarian or something, but... Um, yeah. That's quite one a time, change. Once, yeah, once it got started, it didn't stop. So. Amazing. Yeah. So, so what was it? How did you, I guess, how did you make that decision to, to make music your, your life, as it were? I don't really think I set out to know that I was going to do that. I just went from one thing to another and, you know, had a little bit of success and started to really, you know, greatly do the deep dive as I met other great artists and got to spend some time with different artists and some of which became friends. And, you know, it's just a process that just unfolded. And several years back, um, through my friendship with uh, Bob Harris and his wife, uh, Trudy, who actually manages me now, um, I became aware of this incredible songwriting experience that you could have with uh, Chris Difford, who had these amazing songwriting gatherings and camps. And some of them were more like for students and some like the one I went to were for writers that were somewhat established, you know, working with up and coming songwriters that are kind of, some of them are very green and some of them, but they're all super talented. So you like, mm. you can't be in a bad room, you know, and, and that, that was an, that's been an incredible Wonder, it's like going on writing vacation, which is what I'm on right now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it's, amazing. It's, it's so much fun, you know, and it, you know, we're working, but it's, yeah, I mean, compared to a real job, it's totally fun. Um, <laughs> and I've just, you know, one of my heroes is Graham Gouldman, who, of course, wrote all those great songs for 10CC and he sang them. And, 
you know, when he was a teenager, he wrote Bus Stop for the Hollies. And he's just a massively brilliant songwriter. And um, to be able to sit in a room with that is just a dream come true, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. 10cc is a, a big part of my childhood. My dad was a, a huge fan. And so and so as a kid, as was I, and uh, I've grown to kind of appreciate what I was what I was exposed to. Um, yeah. Now you're making me feel old now. Oh, no. <laughs> you're making me feel old. <laughs> my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I know what well, you mean. And, you know, great music, great music transcends all the generations. It just keeps going. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm always aspiring to write. You know, somebody said, what kind of, what, what do you think, you know, you want to leave behind? And I said, I want to leave up behind a song that outlives me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the goals I think as a songwriter. Absolutely. So in, in terms of your, your songwriting journey, where does your kind of inspirations come from? And I know that that's quite an open question. I mean, so many, yeah, so many different ways. When I'm working with someone, you know, we just talk about life and then somebody will say something and you think, oh, that's interesting. Um, there's all kinds of, you know, ways that the songs, I always thought this, you know, I kind of believe that the songs are already perfectly written and they're stacked up in the ether of the future mm-hmm. and songwriters just open to them. Like we open to being willing to have creativity come through us. And if you learn how to stay open and sort of childlike about it, especially at the beginning part of writing a song, I just like play around, you know, we hit a funny chord, like, Oh, that was cool. Well, what was that? You know? And, it's when you collaborate, you kind of bat it back and forth with another person, but by myself, I even go, Oh, that was cool. What was that? (laughs) And I'll, I'll put the, I'll put something in record the whole time because you get into this sort of weird kind of state of liftoff and you're not really all there. You're kind of, you have one foot in the ether of something that hasn't happened yet that you're just getting ready to kind of download And, you know, I tell my students, I'm like, if you don't know what you're doing when you're writing a song, you have found the address of where the song lives. And, you know, if you, if if you're, you know, creativity by definition, creativity is not knowing what you're doing. Not, you know, it hasn't happened yet. You're in the process of creating something. You're not doing something that, that already exists quite exactly like that. So it's always exciting to me because of that. And, you know, sometimes it's sort of boring because you're trying to fix it or you're trying to get that one line, that one word, and it can be agonizing. But, you know, I'm not, not talking about real agonizing. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm not complaining is what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love I love that. I've heard a few different uh, musicians and, and writers from uh, from all sorts of different genres say that that, that exact thing that you've said about just the the kind of the song finds you and that it's already out there in the ether and you're just channeling it and I I, I love that idea I absolutely love it yeah yeah and you do have to do the work you know you have to really you can hone your skills and be much much better at you know the craft of songwriting which is more Mm. like the editing and the analyzing but the actual inspiration I think comes from this place that's available to every single person that just decides they're going to open up to it you know and um I always use the analogy of, of oxygen, you know, like some people say, well, I'm not really creative, you know, and you go, well, actually that's like saying, I'm not really um, given as, I don't have the same amount of oxygen that, as you have in this room, you know, cause it's just hanging there in the air. So either you're taking advantage of it and using it and, you know, or you're not. And so people have, you know, creative people have different 
lung capacities for the creativity and you can you can increase it just by showing up and and doing it more and finding out you've got a lot more to say than you thought you did you know yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. brilliant i love it that's, that's amazing when, when we come to a to a songwriting experience like i'm at right now here with the buddy holly foundation they they put on this amazing gathering of songwriters and it's just like, you can't wait to get to the next day and, you know, write with two more people that you've never written with. It's, it's very intoxicating. It's really fun. Absolutely. So yeah, on to, onto the, the Buddy Holly Foundation. So how did you get involved with this? Well, many years ago, I met Peter Bradley, who is one of the people that really runs it and operates all of the parameters of it. And um, actually, I think I introduced him to Trudy uh, Myerskoff-Harris. Right. And they started working on, you know, doing some of the stuff with Chris Difford's songwriting camps. And I mean, the Buddy Holly Foundation does so many things that, you know, support education and and support songwriters, really support Mm the the creativity and the ability for songwriters to be creative in a, in a like you know many of the songwriting um gatherings that they sponsor are just an opportunity for songwriters who've never had a chance to just sit there and hang out with other songwriters and just be able to focus on doing nothing but writing a song that day and it's it's really an honor of this amazing legacy of Buddy Holly and his absolute perfection about songs i mean he didn't live that long and he didn't put out that much work but every single one of his songs were just airtight you know so from the basis of something so pure as his songwriting and his work as an artist this has kind of formed and um i believe peter bradley's family i know his father has been very involved in in creating this it's 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 an amazing thing to do for creativity and for songwriters i'm really thrilled to be part of it Absolutely. And it's, it sounds sounds like it's going to be great. And it, this is only something that I found out about very recently. Um, and yeah. it sounds like you're going to some amazing places as well. Um, yes. the, the event that you've got on, on Saturday, um, yes. which is happening uh, in Robinards Bay, um, which yep. is very close to where I grew up um, in Whitby. Yeah, so it's, it's, so it's, it's a, Absolutely. I mean, it's it's quite, it's quite inspiring. It's an inspiring place to be anyway. So right. add add a add some incredibly talented songwriters, and I think this is going to be quite a memorable evening for for anybody that can can attend. Um, oh yeah, it just Absolutely. yeah the the group of people that and, and I've not been told everybody. I believe there's some very very special guests coming along as well that yes. have been announced. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't know true. about them. Um, <laughs> but you've got um, yeah yourself, um, Judy, and I believe I've been told that Newton Faulkner um, is yes. going to be in attendance, and you know. Yeah. I think that between you, the, just the the kind of the <laughs> variety of of songwriting that that is going to be on like on on display, I guess, for people to see yeah. and, and hear. I think it's going to be really yeah. interesting to see how how you kind of mix with each other as well and kind of I guess what oh, I had the joy of, I had I had the joy of writing a, a great song yesterday with Newton Faulkner and we just had so much fun and uh, you know. There's some amazing talent, uh, young up and coming artists as well that are just fantastic. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to be performing all of the songs we wrote this week. So we'll be, um, yeah, we'll be a bit deer in the headlights. Like, oh, I hope I remember this song. <laughs> no, it'll be great. There's a real excitement when you see a bunch of songwriters doing brand new songs too. It's fantastic. It's really going to be fun. 
Yeah. You know, as, as an audience member, I absolutely love it when a band or performer comes out and, you know, says, you know, here's a new one. You're the first, you're the first audience to hear it. That's, you know, yeah. it's, that's a, you know, so that is an inspirational um, event and an experience to have as an audience member. And then in such a, an intimate setting um, as this will be, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's really going to be a special evening. Yeah, it's going to be great. So what's your, what's your plans after this as well then? Well, I've got a bit more um, writing to do. I've got some meetings next week and then I'm heading back to Nashville and um, I'm, you know, the whole, everything that that I've got is in the process of just, you know, we, we're all in this weird kind of, you know, let's see what happens with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I have a new record that's coming out this year. I don't have the release date yet. I wish I could tell you that. Um but it's it's uh, been a labor of love, and I've recorded it with uh, the the legendary Ray Kennedy, and um, fantastic, wonderful working with him, and just some of the most legendary musicians. I'm re- really excited about that. I, you know, I, there's a lot about it I can't tell you yet because it's yeah. still in process. But uh, but that's been my focus, yeah, to get that record out and to um, you know to 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 hit to come back and play the UK as soon as I possibly can and to get um, as many songs written in the interim. Yeah. <laughs> my true love of all time is writing songs. You couldn't ask for a better thing to ask me to do is a hole up with a bunch of songwriters and write every day. It, it does sound, <laughs> it does sound amazing. Um, yeah. and before I let you go, um, I have, you're the first person for the podcast that I've spoken to who actually lives in Nashville. Um, yeah. And I've heard some, absolutely amazing stories so i just would i would love for you to just tell me that they're all true um and the main one being that you know you could pretty much walk walk along any street um on any given day and hear some of the best musicians that you'll you'll ever hear pretty much yeah out there and there's now there's east nashville and there's south nashville like there's pockets and there's also music row which is still rocking and rolling although there's this huge amount of buildings and skyscrapers and there's so much being built in nashville so it's wild it's like there's this new york thing happening all around us but there's still yeah it's amazing it's it's been insane but you know the core of the town is all about the song and the songwriters and there's just still fantastic studios and places to write and people that are just really brilliant musicians that are there and songwriters it's it's kind of you know to me it's the vortex of songwriting on the planet earth um that's exactly what i've heard yeah people come from all over the world really to write there you know with the with the dedicated songwriters the ones who are, are they're not artists and they're not you know doing other things they literally get up every day and write all day long and when you sit across from somebody that does that you are just like going wow because yeah. <laughs> that that's an art form in and of itself to be a dedicated professional songwriter so you know they're pretty much the kings of the set of the town and kings and queens of the town you know the dedicated dedicated songwriters and i don't think that exists anywhere else it no no, no certainly not to the extent as as from what i understand it just yeah it, it sounds yeah. like like nowhere else um and you can include obviously you're, you're one of them you're one of them don't I, I like you to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, every time I turn around, there's somebody else I'm going, wow. You know, like I've just been recently working with a couple of uh, artists. One is named Emily West and the other one is uh, uh, 
Oh my God. Sorry. Oh, uh, I keep saying Susan, um, Sarah Buxton, <clears throat> and they're both very successful. And, but we got to, we did a, like a night of Joni Mitchell songs and it was oh, packed. Wow. so much fun. You know, I haven't been doing much with COVID, you know, so it was really, it was in the lull before the last variant came along Yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah, so much fun and the musicians and the band and stuff. So yeah, we're all just dying to get back out and, and get back to normal. So hopefully we will be able to do that pretty soon. Um, Absolutely. But so many great artists and songwriters in, in Nashville. You have to come there, really. You should set it, up and do your podcast from there. It's, yeah, it's, that's, that's the dream. That's the absolute dream. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about what, what you're doing. I think the, the evening's going to be great. Um, I think the Buddy Holly Foundation looks amazing. And I've just seen some of the the other kind of ambassadors as well. You know, we've got some from, from all over the place. So I've just seen Ed Sheeran flash up on my on my screen. Yeah. Um, and then and also Yorkshire boy Youngblood, totally different um, yeah. genre. Yeah. But what, what an amazing artist as well. So incredible. Yeah. And I and I'm an I'm an ambassador, too. I'm proud to say it's been yeah. so, I don't know if I'm on, up on the website yet, but it's just such an honor to be a part of this whole organization. They do amazing work and, um, and the Across world needs all genres as well. I yeah, think that's, yeah, absolutely. It's, just, it's universal. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Well, thank you for having me and uh, come to Nashville sometime. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Thank Thanks, you so Beth. much. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So there it is. That was Beth Nielsen Chapman who was lovely to speak to. I'm massively excited about this evening. It sounds like it's going to be brilliant. So that's on the 29th of January. Check it out. If you're in the, as I say, the Yorkshire area in North Yorkshire um, or around Whitby slash Robin Hood's Bay, then go there. If you want to get tickets online, that is at thecoverhb.com. Tickets are £12.50. Um, and yeah, I, I have no idea who these special guests are going to be, but it, it sounds like it's going to be brilliant. That's all from me. I'll be back with a regular episode next week. Um, enjoy. Thank you very much for listening and good night.